Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 93, all about Ocala National Forest. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Christina. And I'm Tanya. This week's episode is sponsored by Camp Spot. Camp Spot takes making camping reservations easy with real-time pricing, top-rated camping destinations, and easy reservation systems. There's no need to call the campgrounds or wait for your booking to be accepted. Camp Spot works directly with the campground reservation system and guarantees you're always getting the best deal. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash campspot to get started. All right, Tanya. The Florida tip of the week. Okay, so when I told you that I thought, ooh, I'm going camping, I'm going to talk to you about the Ocala National Forest, and you kind of thought, wait, is there a lot to talk about there? <laughs> or do we have enough? Is there, I mean, it's a forest, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually, uh, when I was digging in, first of all, I did go camping. I did experience the Ocala National Forest, but I found there are three national forests in the state of Florida. There's the Apalachicola Apalachicola, Osceola, and Ocala. The Osceola is west of Jacksonville, and the Apalachicola is in the Tallahassee area. Funny enough, you should take note that these are all in the upper half, north half of Florida. (laughs) Because, yeah, (laughs) yeah, forest. I mean, you know, our national parks, we do have the ever, are, you know, mostly south. So, but the forest, like we've talked about this before, the varying um, terrains of Florida and how we do have forests, like actual forests, like you would think about from the north here in Florida. It's just in the north half. Exactly. So when you thought we couldn't talk about this, combined, these national forests span almost 1.2 million acres and includes 500,000 acres of wetlands and more than 85,000 acres of designated forest federal wilderness. There's more than 1,400 miles of trails and 118 developed recreation sites that host more than 1.1 million visitors a year. So I think there's some content there. Is there going to be a quiz? Because <laughs> I'm not going to remember that. I get those a lot of numbers. We talked about numbers in the last episode. <laughs> now, even though you're visiting a forest, don't forget your sunscreen. Why? Sun can filter right through the trees and still burn you, just well, like your car. And it is, while it's a national forest, one of the things we're going to talk about are um, a lot of the water in the natural, national forest. So, um, so yeah, so some stats. So we're going to focus just on Ocala National Forest for this episode. They feature more than 600 lakes and rivers where visitors can enjoy swimming, fishing, snorkeling, canoeing, and boating. So the Ocala National Forest is near ocala it's wet figure that out right it's east of ocala and because it is um quite large it uh, covers a couple of different counties as well so it does cover areas in marion county and in lake county so in fact we live in lake county lake county is long and wide we drove an hour to our campsite and we were still in Lake County. <laughs> That's what I thought was funny. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about the Florida Trail, too. We've talked about this before on, I think, one of our hiking, hiking episodes. Yeah. The Florida National Scenic Trail, better known as the Florida Trail, is a federally designated non-motorized recreation trail that goes 1,500 miles throughout the state of Florida. So if you look at the Florida Trail, it is all the way down there by Lake Okeechobee, Mm -hmm. all the way up through the panhandle. 
And the reason I'm going to mention the Florida Trail is because it cuts right through the middle of Ocala National Forest for about 100 miles. So you'll hear um, some talk about it when we talk about some of the things to do. All right. You ready for the springs? I am. Our springs in Florida, they're the deal. They are the deal. And because we're talking in Ocala, there are four major springs in the within the Ocala National Forest. So one of the things to note, too, about Ocala, about any national forest, it is part of the it's a national government association. It is p- kind of part of the um, National Parks and Recreation However, some of it is run by other areas or other departments within the government. I, I, I'd have to pull up the, <laughs> the government's website. It also, is, again, is there going to be a quiz? No, there's okay. not. I just want to make sure. I, too I, much, I know, can't. My brain. Information. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tanya likes to do that. <laughs> well, okay. So the Forest Service is part of the USDA. It's a little bit different than the National Park Service. However, they also still partner together, meaning that if you're ever in a place where there's a national forest, but there's entry fees, if you have a national parks pass, it covers entry fees into the national forest as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. That's why I mentioned that. Um, so Alexander Springs, that's on the southern edge of the National Forest. And this is where we stayed. And it was super easy to get to, even though I said it was an hour from our home and was still in Lake County. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Alexander Springs, all of these springs are part of um, recreation areas as well. So you can camp there. Um, obviously, it's a spring, so it has large swimming holes. This seemed to be a popular place to learn how to scuba dive. Yes. We saw all kinds of scuba divers here in these springs they also have a canoe and kayak launch and the park itself is not very big um even the campsite area i probably should have pulled some stats since i'm pulling stats today (laughs) it's okay tanya (laughs) i'd say there's maybe like 80 or so campsites so it's not a very big campground none of these are very big uh, but our our campsite was probably a 10 minute walk to the springs area so we were able to pack up our canoe and walk it down to the springs and launch right from there and you wait 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 wait. you carried your canoe for our your kayak kayak for 10 minutes i did (laughs) i did the whole time wally and gloria traded off a little bit gotcha wait wait you Uh, carried your kayak by yourself no 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 i mean like you know i carried one end of the handle and they oh and they switched off yeah okay um but I will say after an hour or two hours worth of kayaking. You weren't wanting to carry it back to 10 minutes. <laughs> and went and backed it up. Well, they had told us when we're camping, we can't park in the um, day use area. So we, um, I, I, I didn't think I could bring my car down there, but yeah, just to pick it up. We, you we, could we pick, pick it, it up. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Juniper Springs is a little bit more west. It's closer to Ocala. It's probably the most popular of the four and can get a little bit more crowded as well. Juniper Run is also a popular place to kayak. From what I've heard, it can be a little bit more challenging because they have more twists and turns and even some areas where you have to port your kayak or your canoe. Is this some sort of futuristic thing? Port? <laughs> means you get out of your 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 vessel. sounds like you're gonna like go through a little wormhole with your kayak <laughs> you gotta port through the port with your vessel to the other end okay 
It just means you got to get out of your kayak and carry it over dry spots. Sorry. <laughs> Feeling a little loopy. Yeah, apparently. And then also, you know, not understanding me, which is fine. Which is fine. <laughs> Um, so I think it's popular though because some people want a little bit more challenging areas. So um, just keep in mind it's not the it's not easy, a beginner trail leisurely. You just you're gonna have a few more you know downed trees or trees that are jutting into the water. You may have some more navigation that you have to do. Uh, but for that reason, I think it is popular because a lot of our rivers are very flat and straight. Mm. Um, oh, you were going to say something? No. Came in and out of my head that oh, fast. Okay. <laughs> Whatever I was going to say couldn't have been that important. Salt Springs and Silver Glen are um, are pretty close to each other. They're further north and close to Lake George. Lake George is a very big lake within the Ocala National Forest. We have talked about Salt Springs before and I so badly want to go. Yeah. So apparently it is, you know, once thought to have medicinal properties. Yes, hence the salt. Exactly. Like it's, you think about the, uh, what are those salt... Um, um, I can't think what they're called, but you, it looks like a little lamp. Salt lamps. Okay. This look good for your sinuses and like people it's like go. It's a little lamp. It is a lamp. They go in these little salt rooms. It's like a, oh, a yes. place you go to and you sit in the salt room and it's supposed to clear out your sinuses. So it is. Salt Springs is high in minerals. Um, it is another, you know, both day use and camping location. Canoes and kayaks are available to rent. And uh, the Salt Spring Run and the Silver Glen Run, which are, you know, branches of the, the little rivers, um, originate there. Silver Glen, a little south of that, it looks like it connects to Lake George. I haven't been up there, but it's mostly the same as the others. You know, all of these have these gorgeous, clear swimming holes, kayak rentals, walking trails, etc. But they have these big, gorgeous swimming holes because they're springs. Mm. So this is a great way. They're, the 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 cost to get in is is minimal even though i did mention the national parks pass this is run by um adventure ocala so it is a third party concessionaire i'm not clear looking at both websites i'm not clear if your national parks pass gets you the day use in here or not or if you have to pay the fees to get in we were camping we had campground reservations that just got us in mm, gotcha. so um, but speaking of campgrounds, Ocala's National Forest has 14 developed campgrounds. So when you were talking about things to do, um, there's a lot of campgrounds in there. Only Salt Springs is the one that only offers full hick hookups. Ah. Hiccups, I was going to say hiccups. <laughs> hookups. That's interesting. The rest of them are going to be um, what you would consider a rustic campsite but they all had you know sh the ones we were at had shower facilities and actual like flush toilets i've been to national forest campgrounds where it's just what you know the pit toilets oof. yeah which is exactly oof uh, <laughs> this one had showers <laughs> and toilets so it was um still developed enough it's just that we didn't have hookup or electricity at our site which was fine mm. because we were just camping in a tent anyway so yeah, there are yeah fourteen campgrounds in that area, so which we will be linking in our show yeah. notes. Yeah, so Alexander Springs, um, all of the springs that I talked about, all of those have campgrounds. Um, there's a couple others in here. Four of them are listed as RV camping. So I think the rest of them, the other ten, well, 
but it does say Salt Springs has full hookups. So that's got to be a. Yeah. And that was pulled from the forest site. But a lot of them, um, I mean, where we were, it was still paved parking spaces where you can bring in a decent sized RV mm-hmm. I mean, and not anything huge, but they did have space for bigger RVs. You're just not going to have a hookup with that. But we saw people who had their solar panels out. People were using generators. Um, They all have quiet hours, so the generators have to go off at night. But you can do RV camping in the Ocala National Forest as well. So Alexander, Big Bass, Big Scrub, and Juniper Springs are listed as RV campsites. Nice. All right. So I didn't define this in the show notes because I wanted to know. I was just going to say, what the heck is that? What is OHV? Do you know what OHV is? Um, I know V's got to be vehicle. Correct. (laughs) I don't know what the O or the H means. (laughs) I could look it up. You could, or I could tell you. You could just tell us. It's off highway vehicle. Mm. Which I thought was weird. Why is it not listed as off-road vehicle? Right. I I don't know. Because what they have is they have 81 miles. No. 200 200 miles. miles Of trails. Another 81 miles for off-road trails for like Jeeps and four-wheel drive vehicles. So this is a big thing in the Ocala National Forest too. If you have a Jeep that you want to take off-road or if you have a dirt bike or other types of ATVs, they have 200 miles of trails that you can go on. And we did. We saw people parking and unloading their dirt bikes and hitting the trails as we were leaving our campsite. That's um, cool. But you do need OHV passes. So there are OHV trail passes. You can buy a three-day, seven-day, or annual passes. They're 10 bucks for a three-day pass. So if you have a dirt bike... And you want to go explore some of these forested trails. I think this sounds like a lot of fun. That does sound like a lot of fun. And I'm sure you can find, um, I didn't really dig into it, but I'm sure you can find if you're visiting the area. Local places that rent them. Exactly. You can find places that rent them or bring you out on them. I mean, and think you've got dirt bikes, four wheelers. If you have uh, a Jeep or another four wheel drive, I can imagine the Jeeps love Doing the off-highway vehicle. Yeah, I have some friends who do that. Exactly. And do they go to Ocala? Yeah, they do. Okay. Of course, being near Ocala, they have horse camping and riding. So there's lots of um, these trails, too, that are just for horseback riding. So I don't think they conflict with the OHV trails. I was going to say, too, (laughs) and when we normally say bring your sunscreen, in this case, bring your bug spray. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say helmets because <laughs> on the horse, but no, I didn't think of that, but yeah. I was thinking the bugs, right? Cause you know, in the, in the forest, in that area on the horses, you're going to get bit up. Oh, no kidding. Well, especially, I mean, you know, we did not. So we, when we camped, it was the first weekend of March. I didn't really have too many problems with bugs. Yeah. Um, I think the time of the year is probably part of that. Cause you know, I feel like the, that starts to happen right about now as we're switching yeah. from the, like the, it's Cold starting to get to the into warm. the watery, the rains are starting again. And yeah, so they are, um, there's camping, there's equestrian trails. There's an Ocala 100 mile horse trail. I'd never heard of this. A hundred miles on a horse? Oof. Well, okay. It's, <laughs> That's twice. It's, three, <laughs> you're, it's consistent. <laughs> it's three different sections. So there's they're broken up into 40, 40, and 20. Um, and so there's the Flatwoods Trail, the Prairie Trail, and the Baptist Lake Trail. 
I think this is meant to, you know, go from campsite to campsite even, or, you know, it's just good for trail riding. Yes, 40 miles does seem Ooh, like a long That's a long ride on a horse. However, I mean, the horse does go faster than, you know, what I can walk. So I don't know how long it would be. Either mm, way. Your butt's going to hurt. In addition to, you know, the the Florida trail that we talked about, you could, if you are a horse a horse woman or it's a like horseman. the horse it's like the florida trail person. florida trail on horseback it is yeah you can do all of this so i i thought that was really interesting i never heard of the 100 mile trail but then again i don't own horses so mm-hmm. christina how do you go about making all your campground reservations well i used to have to go and like search a location and campgrounds in this area and sort of filter through and go campground to campground but that sounds really time consuming. It wasn't. It was it was like you have to go place to place. So it's website to website. And then I found I found Camp Spot. Oh, Camp Spot. I love Camp Spot. Yeah, Camp Spot basically filters everything out that you want in a campground and gives you all of your options right there. It's kind of like a booking engine just for campgrounds, right? Right, exactly. They communicate directly with the campground. There's no need to call. I imagine you had to call campgrounds too. A lot past. of a lot of them do. They don't. They don't offer you anything online. So in this place, you can pick the place. It's an instant book, and, and they guarantee you're always going to get the best price. Yeah, it filters everything out for you, and it also finds you the best price. Plus, you can find campgrounds that are big, small, RV parks, glamping, and more. You can visit floridatravelpod.com slash campspot to learn our favorite locations. So obviously, there's lots of hiking in there. There's loads of trails in addition to the Florida Trail. Oh, all of those springs that I mentioned too, most of them listed that they were steps from the Florida Trail. And we saw um, we saw some backpackers that were camped in our campground as well and you could tell that they were campground backpackers because you know well they had the big backpacks but they also had tiny little tents or there was a whole bunch of them in one area so it's a top destination for backpackers especially those on the trail um the website lists 10 different locations that are perfect for backpackers to stay and crash while they're on the florida trail very adventurous and very fun sounding. Exactly. So speaking of adventure. Mm, <laughs> like you I like said, how I tied that in yeah, there? Very nice. <laughs> so uh, Adventure Ocala, like I mentioned, they're a third party concession air that runs the recreation springs areas, the campgrounds and some other areas. So they have a separate website and they do say, you know, you can use the recreation.gov app to make campsite reservations and pay for fees ahead of time. Um I do have that it does, your National Park Pass does not cover fees to enter the six recreation areas. Again, I wasn't sure that I could confirm that. So it it could be, you know, it's always worth asking. But Adventure Ocala is something that, you know, these third party concessionaires, the government hires them all over the national parks and state parks and national forests. And they just run those areas for them. It helps them reduce the costs. I would love to be able to like pick up on all these things, just take a whole year and just travel around this Florida trail and do all the kayaking and the, the, um, like the, 
the route yes. around Florida oh. where you kayak <laughs> or, you know, the, the Florida mm. shell hiking, walking horseback. horseback yeah. Horseback. Um, it just, all of that sounds so fun. And like you said, the backpacker is like, take a month off even and just go around and do all that. Well, stuff. and we have a friend that is tackling the Florida trail. She's trying, she's doing it from end to end, but not at all. At oh, not once. all at once. So yeah, she so travels she- to the different areas and even like, you know, we try to get her, we're, we're trying to get her on, but even during spring break when we're recording, she's like, no, that's when I'm going to be able to tackle a lot of the trail. And I think, in fact, she could up be in the Ocala area as now, we speak. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, people do that. They, again, I think you always think of the big trails, right? Everyone thinks, oh, hiking the Appalachian Trail, which that's a goal. By all means, go for it. The Florida Trail is also one to tackle. And she's been doing this for a while, right? I'd say since January at least. Yeah. And she just goes, you know, on weekends or days off and tackles parts of the trail. And what's weird is that when I was looking at the Florida Trail and how it gets through like the Orlando area, it actually breaks up and goes around. And so there's like two different sections. But there's two different sections. So yeah. it's like, you got to go hike this one. And, and then you got to go, go back and the hike the other side. Hike the other side where they meet at the top and then continue. So, uh, yeah, it's just, again, yeah, like you said. So what would you do? Would you go hike some of the Florida Trail up in the Ocala National Forest? I don't know. The water and horseback sound the most appealing to me. Springs um, were amazing. Yeah, and They the were springs. absolutely amazing. I like the idea of the water. So whether it's on kayak or canoe, um, but also, you know, just the 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 camping part of it is is exciting for me without the hookup though not really i don't enjoy that very much yeah but this is where if you go for a weekend you Different, just yeah. have you know a little bit where you're out in nature but it's, you give me a bathhouse i'll be happy yeah, i can camp in a, a tent bathhouse. Yeah. yeah it was it was very comfortable where we were and i was actually really pleasantly surprised by how big the campsites were yeah in alexander springs so i want to go i want to go camping in juniper springs and do all of that area too i'd love a little bit more of a challenging kayak trail and i mean i want to rent some atvs oh yeah i forgot about that i need a fourth one (laughs) yes we need like a four-wheeler and we need we need four on rapid fire for this one okay so all of it basically (laughs) yeah we're adventure people here All right, it is time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And this week I found wool and indigo. They're based in Winter Garden and the company has sustainable products handcrafted by a collective of skilled global artisans from around the world. Well, that is what global means, isn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does, Sonia. For the someone who gives as many stats. <laughs> oh, I know. And then sometimes I just read things and think I need to further clarify it. And I don't. <laughs> but I found these hand-woven cotton blankets. And, and maybe it's something you don't want to take camping. But then again, maybe it is because you might need some extra layers. They're vibrant colors, super soft to touch. And you can find them at woolandindigo.com. Okay, stay tuned to see where we are going next week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod or FloridaTravelPod.com. We always share what we are doing, where we are going. Check out and see what pictures we can post and maybe post some of your own pictures from the same areas that we're talking about. You can email us with any ideas or extra places that you'd like us to talk about at hello at FloridaTravelPod.com. 
You can support the Florida Travel Podcast by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. It helps others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod to get postcards, stickers, mugs, more. And this week... And if you support us, I don't know why I said this week. I don't know where I was going. If you support us, it gives me more time to study my English, present my stats. Your stats. Christina clues and quizzes. But it also allows us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. What are we talking about next week, Tanya? We are talking about fireworks. But that is it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. 